General Motors continues to deliver impressive news, helping offset some of the problems in delivering the Bolt after giving us solid guidance. Stan Ives is out in Detroit for the analyst day. He's the managing director of equity research at Wedbush. Dan, thanks for jumping on with us while you're on the move. So uh, even with the pretty good message from GM today, the stock didn't do much into down three quarters of a percent. What's going on? Yeah, look, I think the street is going to continue to look at it as a prove me story. In the near term, the bolt's been a black eye in terms, I think, how that was handled. Mm -hmm. Chip shortage is an issue. But ultimately, why we're bullish on GM is I think as they get through this, when you look at the EV transformation in Detroit, I think it's a renaissance of growth. And I think that them you know, really coming out swinging, saying revenue is going to double over the next decade, I, I think that's, that, that's really important to kind of put their money where their mouth is. How new is that information, the doubling of the revenue? Oh, that's new. I mean, that was, that was something they've never talked about before in terms of putting revenue goals around it. Now, I can tell you investors that I've talked to either here, you know, that have called me, they're going to continue to be glass half empty. They, they want to see this prove out. And that's also why it's important to understand the ultimate, the foundational piece from the battery technology perspective, what GM's building here. And I do think right now they're going through almost a quagmire period because the the bullishness is on the longer term. If you look at over the next even 12 to 18 months or beyond that. But the bolt issue, I mean, that's been a black cloud over the stock. And that's why that continues to right now rule the day for the bears. So if they're having trouble with the bolt, how confident should we be about the other stuff? I mean, is that just specific supply? I mean, I know that they've put a lot of the blame on the battery provider, but should this question, I mean, I guess your point is the market has been kind of questioning their ability to execute, but when they come out and say revenue doubles and margins increase, I mean, it's like they're just trying to put the whole uh, short-term issues to bed with that message. Yeah, I mean, you can look at that way, but I view Bolt as more of a contained issue. That, that's also more of a legacy issue. I think if you look at Mary and the team as they're looking at things and you look at Ultium and how they're building out these 30 models and everything we're hearing today, it's also about the software and services that they're going to continue to incrementally monetize. That's the key, because I could argue just on a re-rating on the software services piece for GM. And that's why I believe it's been bumpy, but I believe a year from now, this is a stock that has a seven in front of it. Mm. Now, Dan, on the way there, uh, I like the seven, because the last high was at 64, so that means we've got at least a nice uh, 18 bucks or, or 15 bucks to go. So. When you look at the margin side of this, how do they make that come to fruition? Because it's quite a bold statement to give a good margin outlook at a time when a lot of the margins are getting pinched. How do we check in on this story to see where it stands in one month, year in from now? What are going to be the signs that this is actually happening and the progress they're making is real? Yeah, and I think it really goes in about a year from now. I think that's when you really start to see the vision play out, mm. especially in 22 and 23. But you know, if you look at them rolling out the 30 models and ultimately the tens of billions that they're spending, that leaves the groundwork for not just the revenue acceleration, but it's also the margins, because a lot of that margin is going to come from software and services. And that's why 
you know, I believe this is a stock that it will continue to get re-rated over time. And I could say the same thing for Ford as they capture EV share and ultimately convert. We believe GM could convert 20% of its customer base to EVs by 2026. Hmm. So what 20% of that comes from non-bolt vehicles, Dan? I think you almost have to separate out because for, for GM right now, if you look at the models and what they're going after, the sweet spot is going to be that 40 to 50K range, right? And it's you could argue they're going after Tesla from a market share perspective, but, but I kind of view it as today in, in the United States, 2% automobiles are EV. And we think that goes to 10% by 2025. That's a huge part of this green tidal wave not just Tesla, it's going to be some of the existing stalwarts, the likes of a GM and Ford and others. And I think what they're laying out here, it'll take some digestion. I think we're going to look back at this being a watershed event in terms of them laying out for the next decade of growth. Mm. So, Dan, uh, the outperformed $85 price target, the seven handle turns into an eight. How do you like GM compared to the other car makers you like, like Tesla? Are you getting calls from the Tesla team yet saying, Dan, you're sharing our love too much with the competition? <laughs> yeah, I mean, and Tesla have the shareholder meetings tomorrow. But look, I, I, I don't view it as a zero-sum game. I mean, Tesla, I continue to believe a year from now it's four-digit stock. And I think ultimately even before then. I think this is one, because of the chip shortage has been overhang on a lot of these EV names, and especially the supply chain players. But, but when I look at GM and I look at Ford, I look at VW, I think you're just going to continue to see a re-rating as more investors treat them as disruptive technology multiples, even pieces of it. And that's a big part of the re-rating. It has to continue to be our favorite name. And I believe when you start to understand what they've been able to navigate through the chip shortage and put up those delivery numbers, I mean, that's almost half on like, despite the haters continuing to hate. Okay. Dan, thank you. Always appreciate when you call us while you're on the move, getting fresh data from the company. Thanks a lot. Thanks. You got it. Dan Ives, Managing Director of Equity Research at Wedbush.